welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast, where we have the whole crew. Dr. Steph, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Dr. Nick? What's how are you feeling? Hey. And the beast, Dr. Marissa. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Today, we are talking about the biggest controversy, icing. 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 To ice or not? That is the question posed by Dr. Nick et al. 2018. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to, I'm just going to throw this out there, guys. What is, is there a, is there a purpose to icing? And uh, is, is that uh, idea still a common thought? Uh, Dr. Marissa, what do you got? Wow. Uh, yeah. So it, there is a little bit of an anti-ice movement going on right now. Um, so some people are saying, yes, keep icing. Some people say, yes, ice in certain circumstances. And some people say never ice at all. Mm, What do you think? I mean, so is it, I I would say it's definitely situational, right? And and I, I think so because you can't generalize and say you don't need ice. If any of you have ever had surgery or a significant injury, that ice feels so amazing Mm -hmm. on that hot tissue that is just burning, and Dr. Steph can relate because you had surgery last year, I and I remember your knee was ballooned, it was hot, and whether or not the ice contributed to the cellular level of reducing your inflammation, it felt amazing. It felt amazing. Right? So more than anything else, you get, do get some neural response from that. Would you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, when do you guys not use ice? So I generally tend to avoid recommending ice to people who have had uh, more chronic issues. Um, So people that have had back pain for a really long time, um, I tend to advise heat rather than ice for those cases. Um, And then anything that's not specifically swollen um, or or maybe maybe a couple couple weeks out from their injury. Um, I don't usually recommend ice anymore. Yeah. Dr. Nick, what do you got? Um, I would not recommend icing in a game. Oh, so during activity. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and actually, that makes so much sense, right? Uh-huh. But but to some people, they might not have that idea, right? So why, when or why do you see people doing that? Why, why would they do that in an instance? I think they get injured during the game. Yeah. You know, they get a bump or a, a certain movement, tweak something, and then they, you know, ice it because this is what they've always sure. done before which sure. was shown in the past or forever um i don't like icing in the game because it specifically sti- stiffens up the joints of the tissue yep i would agree with that right so during play you wouldn't do it right or something that's a little bit more chronic mm-hmm. that really isn't showing signs of an inflammatory response okay so let's so that's I don't have uh problem with icing in a chronic situation though okay. tell me whatever feels good for you ice or yeah, eat, whatever helps fair. you with your pain yeah. okay as long as you're using it for pain right and you're not using it because for healing yeah so there's some of us who respond better to ice mm-hmm. than to heat overall yeah. right preference. absolutely yeah. i actually don't like heat personally i i love ice you've never seen me <laughs> yeah. i do i just i, I don't like food. it yeah. <laughs> yeah. i do like my spice <laughs> Okay, so 
So we said, okay, so for chronic injuries, we're not going to use it as much unless it's painful. Just doing it for pain, not for inflammation. Sure. Uh, we said, what about acute injuries? Meaning acute means it just happened, a fresh injury. Let's say an ankle sprain. Let's yeah. walk walk through this with me because I'm going to challenge everybody and my own kind of thought process. Yeah. When do you when let's walk through a traditional easy grade one ankle sprain? When do you cut off ice? When do you apply it first yeah. on a fresh ankle sprain? You just you you have a client in front of you who just uh, had a game that morning, and they come in to see you. When should they have started applying the ice? What do you think? I am all about prevention, right? Mm. So I I think. I recommend to my clients to get ice on as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. uh, preventatively from you know preventing the swelling to come into the area and then mm-hmm. be an issue trying to get it back out. Um, but I'm sure there's lots of different theories. So you would say right away? Um, I would say right away. Dr. Marissa, what do you got? I'd probably be about the same, but in addition to the ice, I would get some compression on it right oh, away yeah, as absolutely. well. So yeah. yes, ice, but only if you're also adding compression on top of that. Um, yeah. Whether that's a sleeve, whether that's like a wrap around the ice because like Steph was saying Mm -hmm. with the prevention, you don't want to get a ton of, you don't want that ankle to balloon up because that'll prevent your movement and it'll just not feel as good. Dr. Nick, what do you got? I second Dr. Marissa. Okay. I'm going to say compression is important, but sometimes no compression is okay as well. Ice buckets are, I love ice buckets. Sure. You can get the most bang for your buck on that. Right. And and some people just don't have those resources. Like they don't have like that much ice available. So they have to go to the grocery store or whatever it may be. But yeah, a quick pack of ice would be good. So when do you stop icing an acute injury like that? Give me a timeline. Short term or long term? Uh, let's, I mean, they, okay. So they're three, four days out. Like what day, sorry, I didn't frame that right. What day would you, in theory, Stop icing. I have a general number in my head. Grade one, nice and easy. What are you saying? I'm curious to know your number. I'm going to say yeah. a week. Oh uh, yeah, and 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 I would that that's very fair. I would say the two week mark, and the only okay. reason is because they're kind of out of the the first seventy two hours are going to be miserable, right? The first yes. two three days are just ballooning. And that swelling kind of starts to go away. And we know that with, I keep saying ankle sprains, but there's some puffiness lingering and that just kind of stays around for a while. So ice is not going to make the biggest dramatic impact on that. So um, at some point it has to transition into movement and exercise, right? So I would even say two weeks is kind of the top end of where you're like, okay, you can move on from that unless you have continued swelling after walking. Uh, what about you guys? Where are you at in the spectrum? Are you a little bit more aggressive with your eyes? Conservative? Do you like to keep it on for weeks? What's your What's your timeline? What do you think, Dr. Nick? I'm like around a week. And mm. then anything after that, as you're like progressing back into more and more activity, if it's mm-hmm. bothering you a little bit, I said... Okay, perfect. So yeah. we're, we're not... We're, on, we're, we're close in that range, right? So you only need it for a short term, mm-hmm. basically, is what we're saying. And I think that's good for people to hear because as a consensus, uh, you have three very smart people and myself saying, uh, <laughs> saying that you definitely so want to. <laughs> so I, I think that, um, I think that's very helpful. Okay. So what about, um, I'm going to throw this out to you guys. What about this anti ice movement? What do you think there's validity, right? There's, and also I'll call them camps, right? There's people who love it. There's people who are oh, three camps who are absolutely not, and there's people in the middle. I'll put myself in the middle. I'm Switzerland. 
I'm the middle of that bell curve. <laughs> I'm a neutral. neutral. Uh, where, <laughs> Dr. Nick, where do you fit? And, and let's talk about the anti-ice movement. What do you have? The anti-ice movement is based around that ice restricts blood flow to the area, which restricts a cascade of healing, stopping things from being released or brought to the area of injury to heal it, uh, which makes sense. And there's been a couple of studies that have shown evidence towards this. Um, I don't think ice can stop healing. That's my personal belief on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a not couple applied of as studies. Long. Yep don't necessarily mean that that's a hard body of evidence. Let's come back to this in five years, sure. 10 years. If it sticks to the same, then I might, you know, eat my words then. <laughs> Dr. Marissa, what do you think? Are you, where do you sit? Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. I think the, that the, if you've got people that are so pro ice that they're icing for the entire day and not moving their leg around at all right so they're icing they're on the couch all day they're icing every 20 minutes for eight hours i feel like that then you run the risk of not moving the joint around um that could be more detrimental than if you had just not iced (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if you're not icing then what are you doing moving Right. I would say, yeah, moving your ankle around, which is which is good. You don't have to necessarily, if, if we're using ankle sprains, you don't necessarily have to be up and walking on and doing calf raises yet. Um, <laughs> but you definitely want to keep some movement um, in the joint and be able to help pump out some of that swelling using the actions of your muscles. Yeah, I would agree with that. So we said <clears throat> that you would have the ice, you would have the compression. What, what about the old school rice, the rest ice elevation Elevate. Yeah, elevate. Right? There's nothing, no harm in that, right? It, it, I don't think there's any concern. Um, but I but think she that, said don't spend all day doing that. Don't Correct. Rest all right? day. Do the movement yeah. and elevation, compression. And, mm-hmm. and I think that but there I has to be some form of movement, right? Like she's saying, you got you have to pump it. You have to do it. So th- yeah. that that's a fine balance between uh, immobilization and movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so as you start to move more out of that 72-hour mark, you're out of that inflammatory period. You need less ice. You need more movement. But as you do more movement, you might swell more. So therefore, you still need some ice. But that, so you, it's like a it's like a uh, actual graph, right? You have these yeah. zigzags, yes, yeah. and, and I think that that's important for people to know because you're not going to have immediate removal of all inflammation and say I'm out of the ice period. You might have periods of time where you're moving. It gets inflamed. You need some ice. Yeah, you need some ice. Then you can move. Right, so we're advocating for the movement, the pumping, and get all that circulation moving, um, and the compression. Um, I think that's why people use braces, and that's a whole other topic. But I, I think co- combining those two and learning, you know, working with somebody uh, like a healthcare professional to help, uh, you know, guide you through that process. And I know I've seen with some of my clients and myself um, as well. It could be a three month, like in the case of a surgery <clears throat> or a very very significant injury or tear. Um, it might be one of those. Situations where three months later you're feeling great, you haven't had swelling in two months, you go for a run, you know, a mile run, you come back and your ankle, your knee, or whatever it is is swollen. And that's perfectly normal. And don't freak out if, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, oh my gosh, that's happened to me. Um, (laughs) That's perfectly normal. Just, I... I'm a big advocate for throwing ice on in that situation as well, just trying to get that inflammation response down. Yeah. For sure. Now... This is kind of uh, going along that side, but a different route too is going back to what Nick said. Do you, this seems very basic, but important. 
do you ice before the workout or after the movement? What's what's more important? Oh, basic rules are heat before, ice after. Okay. So you would not ice before any form of exercise, rehab, movement, anything else? I'm not testing you. I promise. I can't think of a single situation why I would want ice before a workout slash competition. Perfect. So you brought up heat. When should you use heat versus ice? And the heat topic can be another podcast. Well, but well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dr. Marissa brought up some good topics here. So basically, you, we, we were talking about the ice movement, right? But Dr. Seth did mention a little bit of a, a heat. But don't ice before any training session, any rehabs. It's just going to slow your movement down and it's going to restrict your joint. And you know inherently what ice feels like and it makes you shiver, right? It makes you get into that fetal position. So think about your <laughs> tissues doing that and then trying to move afterwards. It's just kind of locked down, right? Yeah. I, I think that's it the biggest piece. Sure. So all in all, <laughs> summarize it up for me, guys. Are we uh, anti-ice, pro-ice? Dr. Marissa, where are you at? Judicious use oh, of ice. Oh, she doesn't want to say it. <laughs> Dr. Nick? I like icing. Same. Gosh, I like my ice in soda. I like it <laughs> on clients. I'm a fan of ice. I love it. I, I think that uh, I'm with Dr. Marissa. I understand that being in the middle is, is yes. important. And it's all situational it's based. It's not, yeah. Right. It's never yeah. unconditional. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so when you when you see any one of us uh, in terms of an injury, we're going to go through these exact same examples so that way you understand why it's happening. There's no one catch-all. Uh, but in general, we do use ice and we do advocate for it when it is appropriate. So to ice or not, uh, it depends. We love that. <laughs> After all this podcast, you can hear the people like, ah, oh, they're hitting the tables, hitting their steering wheels as they drive. <laughs> so on behalf of the sports performance team, uh, thanks for tuning into the sports performance podcast. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye.